Look her in the eyes. Do you feel immersed? <laughs> Do you feel your blackness exuding you? What was it? What Do you is feel it? full of the exaggerated swagger of a black <laughs> Exaggerated swagger. Exaggerated. It really makes you feel like you're Black Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Black Spider-Man. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Super Agile Bros. You already know what it is. Uh, we got myself here, Braston. We got Kyle. Say Kyle. Say what's up, what's up. What's going on, everybody? And, you know, we got Steve in the building. Steve, tell the people hello. It's rainy, but hello. It is raining somewhere on the planet. So, <laughs> cool. You know, uh, it's good to have Kyle back. We were missing him in our last episode. Um, if you haven't listened to our last episode, please go back. We were we talked about uh, Gamescom 2021. It was just me and Steve. But Kyle was there the whole time. And uh, I, I think he said it to me. I don't know if he said it to both of us. But he's like, man, I had so many opinions. <laughs> yeah. I was there in spirit. And then li- also listening in the shadows. In the I, shadows. I was really tempted to tell you to just like post in the Discord. And we could just read what you said. But I, was <laughs> I considered like, it, really but I felt like it would have broken the flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have I would have probably like accidentally closed Discord or something. I hate Discord so much. So it's <laughs> I was watching. Like... I was waiting. I saw you type something near the end, but you took so long. <laughs> yeah, stay away from Discord at all costs. I'm just afraid of it. I don't know it well yeah. enough. So um but welcome back, Kyle. Uh good to have you because I know this is gonna be a good one to be on. Missing the Gamescom one, no disrespect to Gamescom, but this one's gonna be a yeah. good one. Uh so like I said last time we uh reviewed the Gamecoms opening night uh you know 2021 all the games that they showed it was like two hours long we had opinions check it out on the last episode i think you'll like to hear what we think but today we're gonna be talking about the playstation state of play right that's what they call it the sony state of play sony state of play yeah there you go you know i i call it the playstation showcase (laughs) i know it might as well be (laughs) But uh, yeah, we're going to go and talk about all the different games that Sony uh, shared, all the reveals, everything that happened. It was a super, super, I don't know, I have a lot of opinions about it, uh, but I guess we could just get right into it, I guess. Like, just from an overview standpoint, like, did y'all like the the showcase, state of play? Like, what was your vibe on it? Like, what did y'all feel about it? Especially in comparison to Gamescom. I just have to say, I appreciate how little they talked. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you guys were talking about it, and it was eating me up as you were talking about it in the last stream, about how they were just on and on, just talking. Like, show the games, please. <laughs> and that's what they did here. And so, no no issues there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Um... It was so clean, uh, and there was no fluff. I really felt like uh, mm-hmm. I really felt that they were just shooting through. And here's all these games that everyone wants to see, or that look interesting. And the ones that weren't interesting were like teasers. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, oh, cool. So it's out of the way, pretty much. 
Except for maybe one or two that kind of overstayed their welcome, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I can think of one that was like a 10-minute trailer, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah, yeah I feel, same vibe as you guys for this one. I mean, I feel like... It's interesting because, like, I feel like the people who run the gaming industry kind of have their own motives. Like, okay, we're going to have, like, random celebrities talk at our conferences. And we're going to have, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they, they, like, have a feeling for what they think gamers like when, honestly, we just want to see the games, right? Like, we just want to see what it is. We just want to know when it's coming out. We want to know what system it's on. And if, you know, like, so on and so forth. And if there's new hardware. And... I feel like Nintendo, my, eh, maybe not Microsoft so much, and PlayStation have kind of like evolved with the gamers and realized like, oh, gamers just care about the games. Like, yeah. like let's get straight into it. And even before E3 kind of like disassembled and they were still doing like the actual conferences per company, I feel like PlayStation always kind of understood it. Like, yeah. They, they were a little less fluff. Not that they didn't have fluff when they had the stages, but. They had that one year where they had the guy with the flute. What? I I'm forget what year that was. It was, it was at one of the E3s. Oh, yeah. Wait. They had the, the dude flute? come out there and do a flute solo for like what felt like 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I don't recall that at all. It sounds sounds meme-tastic. I don't know how I missed that. Yeah, I know they had like years ago. I think I it was remember. Sony. It might not, It might not have been Sony, but I distinctly remember that moment. I remember Sounds like Nintendo, to be honest. Nintendo or somebody <laughs> doing, like, DJ Ravi drums, like, had this weird, maybe that was the flute thing. And then there was, like, when Wii Music came out, and oh it had the oh, aqua God. thing with all the Nintendo execs, like, <laughs> and it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Long. Miss and inputs. Like, oh, yeah, like, y'all can't even play your own game. Like, come on, <laughs> have you ever that. Have you ever thought about the fact that Wii Music barely even feels like a real game? Like, it really feels like a joke that somebody made that video. <laughs> like, here's this fake game about, you know, about mm-hmm. how silly Nintendo is. That's a real game that they sold. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it went to stores, but at least was it online. Went, it went to for stores. The it was in stores. I, I, have a, I have a physical copy of that game. Why? Because I was young and naive. Because <laughs> when I saw them perform on stage, I knew this is what I needed. So that's this why is they the do man. It. This is the man who I catch playing mobile games all the time. These like <laughs> games that play themselves. You just leave it on your car stereo or something and let it play while you're driving. Get that XP, man. Tell me you don't do that. My least favorite part of a game is the grind. Mm. Yeah. So find a game that is nothing but grind and grinds for you. Mm-hmm. The, his least favorite part of a game is the gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> hey, uh, baby. <laughs> um y'all made me think of something but yeah yeah like you know conferences in general like they're just like they don't they don't seem to speak to the gamer it it's really like i guess a mix of like investors right like they're trying to like woo investors to their systems mm. like back in the day at least because like hardware is just getting released and like you want developers and like publishers to like release their latest game on your system and only your system and i feel like since this age of consoles or whatever are like gonna be like 15 years (laughs) it's like they're like ah we're done we're just gonna talk about what we're making and you know if you want to be on our team you're on our team um and you know i mean nintendo directs are cringy right they have that like really bubbly voiceovers and stuff yeah but it's still quick 
and still knock it out. 24 yeah. minutes? Yeah. 40 minutes tops. Do y'all remember when Nintendo did their conference and it was like a Star Fox theme one and had the puppets? Like it yes. was like a Star Fox <laughs> I only remember the puppets. I don't remember actually watching oh my the conference. That was when Reggie was there. Yes, Reggie was still there. And they did like the slow walks yeah. like down yeah, yeah. the corridors. That I think that was the best Nintendo moment like ever. Like also the most cringy, but I agree. <laughs> it was, so it was the most self aware Nintendo has ever been. Mm-hmm. It's like Nintendo's just your, your your uncle who don't care. He just yeah. he just <laughs> lived his life. I would He's say like, that and the Smash Four me fighter reveal where it was Reggie versus uh uh was it Iwata or somebody? Mm. Uh I, I forget who's who. Um Oh I missed that one. Yeah, they they revealed the Smash Four fight uh, me fighters by having <laughs> having these two old men do this like <laughs> super cringy old school kung fu type and uh you know some anime battle with like like Dragon Ball Z style blurred oh, fists. No. I remember you know? that. And one of them's throwing punches and Reggie's blocking. And then, wow. and then they they shifted to like the actual knees that they had made of themselves, and they're fighting each other in Smash. And oh, that was how they introduced goodness. the Mii Fighters. I didn't realize that's what that was for. <laughs> yeah. I feel that's like hilarious. N- Nintendo's the only like company I'm okay with the unnecessary like stuff. Because yeah. like you said, they're super self aware. They know what they're doing is goofy. I mean, the whole Animal Crossing, like when Reggie was doing the showcase and he was talk walking through the game, he's like, You can do this and do this and then like he his me his uh Animal Crossing character goes into the basement and then like has a gym set in the basement and does like one bench press and he goes my body is ready like like, (laughs) like, that's like iconic my body is ready like nobody could do that better than nintendo like like yeah accidental memes but it's what they mean to do at the same time so can you imagine playstation jim ryan coming out here with fighting against playstation of japan or something like that like oh my gosh but the thing is playstation definitely tried to do that stuff in the past but they just kind of recognized like this is not our place like Mm -hmm. they kind of just went straight to the games microsoft went more for the like i'm gonna have a lamborghini on stage that we like fly in with a jet and then we're gonna have lionel messi kick a ball like they like money kids yeah (laughs) like money we got expensive things up here (laughs) <laughs> they're going for the luxury brand yes yeah but it's not really working no hey you know that's just and, that, and you know at the end of the day if you think about it microsoft is even the most out of touch if you think about it like nintendo's mm-hmm. the most in touch as far as the gaming goes because their whole company is gaming they don't have like another they're not a division of a bigger company right they're just nintendo's right nintendo's nintendo um yep. and then playstation <laughs> is a division of sony but like sony like during the recession back like in 2008 or whatever the uh, playstation division propped up the company like Mm -hmm. it was the only thing that was profitable during the recession so like Mm. they really were like yo we respect playstation and they gave them all the you know whatever they they kind of let them free to live their lives but microsoft is just like look you're gonna do it this way (laughs) we're gonna have it this way like they just still i feel like you're gonna like it you gonna like it. Gonna like. On the other hand, Microsoft's doing a lot of cool stuff with games. Game Pass is cool. They got mm-hmm. streaming on lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, I just because they want that money. That's 
I feel like Microsoft's never doing it for the good of the people, but the good of their, no. you know. Well, sure. And maybe more than others, maybe it's like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they still manage to, I think, give more value to the customer than mm-hmm. than like Sony so, does. So this is what I'm going to say about Microsoft. And, and, and I know we want to talk about this PlayStation uh, <laughs> state of play. But, like, were y'all there during the fiasco of the Xbox uh, One when it was Online. getting released? Yeah, like how that that all went down, that series of events. So, yeah, are you talking about how it was it was supposed to be online only? Yeah, like not online only, but oh, online mandatory. Getting... Yeah, like so. So basically, for those who aren't familiar with this whole thing, basically, like whenever the PS4 and the Xbox One were coming out, and it was like they were both about to release around the same time. You know, it was a console war, and uh, before E3 happened. Both PlayStation and Xbox or Microsoft and Sony had like mini conferences. This was like the first time this ever happened. They did like little 30 minute events, kind of mm-hmm. prepping people for what was to come. And everybody like knew that. Like an Apple keynote kind of thing. Yeah, like a little keynote. It was pretty short, but it was like they, it was almost like they were like, hey, we want to get this stuff out of the way so we can get to the meat and potatoes at the E3, right? And uh, like, I think Sony had done something. And then Microsoft was like, hey, we're revealing that xbox one and they talked about his capabilities and all this stuff but one of the big things that they said that basically got the internet going crazy is that in order to play your games on the xbox one you always had to be connected to the internet um and so your games would like lock out like you couldn't even play it and you know for people who don't live in places with Red, like internet ready available or yeah. spotty internet or just don't have internet for whatever reason and they're used to just plugging in their system like they they basically said like hey we don't care about you we just want to stop people from basically giving their games to other people that was <laughs> it was just drm right mm-hmm. and basically what happened is everybody hated it and within like a month they completely changed course Completely. Like, completely. And see, to me, I'm, I'm like, cool, I'm happy you guys changed course, but it kind of revealed who they really are. Their goal mm-hmm. is to, to do the Apple route and lock you in their ecosystem and to nickel and dime you. And that's kind of when I got off the Xbox train, and that's when I switched over. Yeah, how, how out of touch do you have to be for, yeah. for that to feel like a good idea, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. On, the, on one hand, it's like, cool, this, it's great that they're able to take criticism. But yeah, that, that was whack. That <laughs> was super. Yeah, whack. to showcase that, like you, you, you legitimately think people are just gonna accept this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I feel like that's kind of the where you could tell that they're just a company. They're not a game company. Like they're mm-hmm. just like right. you know they're used to being in the Microsoft world where you can do that kind of stuff. Oh, everybody's stuck on Windows, right? Yeah. Oh, and Windows eleven, we're doing this, and you have no choice. So, I guess I got Windows. I got to do it. You know. That's true. Now Windows yeah. is Windows eleven is introducing that new uh, TPM requirement, so you can't you can't even upgrade your computer unless you have specialized hardware built into it. And a lot of people do have it built in, but like older mm-hmm. computers won't have it. Gosh, it's like I crazy. hope you want to buy a new uh, platform. But but what they did is they they laid the carpet out, you know, for for the other companies because. One hundred percent. I was gonna get a one, like one hundred percent, because I had my I love my three sixty, and I was like, bump it. I'm getting a PS4, and I'll never get an Xbox console unless I have like copious amounts of money in the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, but anyway, 
So I don't know. I feel like conferences are just, you know, they've changed, but it's good to see like PlayStation really gets it. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it really was a good conference. Um, so let's go ahead and jump on in, man. So, you know, basically, I mean, long story short, first of all, if you haven't seen the PlayStation Showcase, shame on you or the PlayStation State of Play. <laughs> go sure. now. Just, was like, just call it what you're going to call it. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to correct yourself. Every time. I'm trying to be politically correct. Um, Go watch Sony's Nintendo Direct. <laughs> Sony Sony's <laughs> Treehouse. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, they just. I mean, honestly, they just did a little intro, like, "Hey, I'm the president of uh, Sony Entertainment. I get money. Here's some stuff y'all gonna like." <laughs> Like, like legitimately, that, that's legitimately how it felt. They did like do dollar that. bills hanging out their pockets. <laughs> like y'all going like this? I promise you, get that, get them, get them checkbooks ready. Um, first of all, before we jump into it, did y'all watch that intro video? Like that super long, like people Jim in Ryan. real life chess game thing. Did y'all see that? Uh, no. It was at the very beginning. It was like. I didn't know if it was a game reveal. I didn't know what was happening. It was like this weird thing where it's like all these people in real life and they were like kind of playing a game and they, there's like characters. It was like five minutes long, maybe. No. That must it, have it, been some sort of pre-show. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was at the very, very beginning. If you go back and watch it uh, on YouTube, it's there still. So you just go back and watch it. But essentially it was like, you know how like there's all those commercials for PlayStation? I think Xbox box does it too where it's like real people playing a game and it's like mm-hmm. talking about how immersive it is i think that's what they were going for but like to be dead honest i thought this was like a reveal for a new like i don't know like grand theft auto or something i don't know what was happening but what uh, was it it was just a commercial it was just a play playstation we got great games kind of commercial. <laughs> like it was super strange but uh yeah go back and watch it, it i definitely I just want I went mm-hmm. back and watched game, the the GameSpot, you know, stream, and they must have cut that out because it starts yeah. with Jim Ryan. Yeah, I watched to... IGNs and they cut out a lot of stuff. I yeah, go to the. I watched it from Sony uh, Direct from the PlayStation channel. Yeah, and, I, yeah, that must have been a pre-show or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just like Sony started. It started with that, and then it ended. It was like forty minutes long, you know. So, I who knows? The first five minutes was that weird video. So yeah, go to the PlayStation channel, watch it. It's really strange. So anyway, um, they did the intro. So the first game was Knights of the Old Republic Remake. Um, so one thing that I want to say about what I do appreciate about the Sony showcase is that they do what game conferences used to do where you don't necessarily know what the game is. It like reveals it in the trailer instead of Gamescom where they're just like, now nah, we're going to see the new Halo reveal. And I'm like, bro, yeah. like <laughs> you're killing right. the excitement. Show don't tell. Exactly. So... So anyway, what do y'all think? Do y'all have any opinions about Knights of the Old Republic? Have y'all played it at all? No, it's just a game that I've always heard people talk about and always heard, I, you know, I want to see a remake or I want to see a port and being disappointed when there's no port. So that's cool. Uh, and it's apparently one of like the greatest Star Wars games. And mm-hmm. it's also cool because I wondered if Disney was allowing that to remain canon. Because, it, it, you know, they, they uncanonized a lot of yeah. the non-movies. But I guess I guess they're mm. keeping it around. Probably, it's probably been in development for a while. I mean, Which not, not longer than Disney has owned Star Wars. Yeah, and they can a lot of projects, so that doesn't 
that isn't a good argument anyway. Yeah. Because they made Knight. There's like Knights of the Old Republic. Knights. Uh, like there's another game. Knights game. Soul, right? Soul Tour, I think, is the acronym. I forget what it stands for. KOTOR. Knights of the that's Old Republic. That's what this Republic. one is? Yeah, yeah that's what that is. There's oh, an- so they are the same. Okay. Yeah, there's another like Star Wars game that's in the ilk of Knight. Kotor, Knights of the Old Republic, but it's different. I, I, but these are like MMOs, right? Like from what I recall, I've personally never played it, but I'm pretty I sure. Thought, I thought Knights, I thought Kotor was a single player game. Is it? There, one of them is, and then the other one because one is of them is like one? almost turn based, or, or are they both almost like it's it's like this weird real time turn based. Like they they didn't well, give us anything, man. Yeah, one one know. of them is one of them is a MMO, for sure. I remember that Kotor might not be; it might just be a single player game. But I remember there just being a lot of like light and dark, like choices, like uh, you know, like yeah. renegade and whatever kind of choices, and it being like so I did really, play that one. Yeah, so so it should be cool. I I mean I've never played it, so I will probably play it on my PS5. Awesome, looking forward to that. So. Cool, cool. The trailer oh. was kind of cool. I didn't really understand it though. It was like Kylo Ren with a Boba Fett mask. So I think no, that's, that's the... not, <laughs> not Kylo Ren. <laughs> this man needs to read up on his extracurricular. Nice of the Old Republic happened like hundreds of years or something, maybe a thousand years prior to the the mainline, you know, trilogy Skywalker saga. Skywalker saga. So that is probably for people who know Kotor. They're probably mm. like, oh man, this is super cool because they kind of maybe picked it up and that's why it was kind of like a reveal so um nice. probably just went over yeah. our head you know? that's a well-known character i don't remember his name because i am not a huge star wars buff but that's a guy that people would know about at sight yeah oh that's yeah. good yeah if i heard his name that means I, if anyone listens to this i'm gonna get destroyed yeah <laughs> probably yeah i mean <laughs> you know i feel like nice of the old republic is one of those like games that like it's just like i know of and i feel like as a real game player like i should have played it but it's just never was in my life i think it was a pc mm-hmm. game or something back in the day um all right so next one project eve okay so this one was like a five minute trailer like yes maybe longer yeah. which i'll it feel was, going it was uh exactly four minutes <laughs> really? according to these timestamps. wow so what do, what do y'all think of project eve it looked pretty okay. I was uh, kind of confused at first because the character design is very similar to the characters in Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Like the, the costume was very similar, and then she had the long black hair. And I missed the title of the game at first, and I was like, I, I didn't think this was on Sony platform. <laughs> and then it kept going, and I was like, Oh, the graphics are a whole lot better in this Bayonetta game. And then, and then it wasn't. Bayonetta. The environment's totally different from Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it became less and less <laughs> Bayonetta as I watched. To me, it looked like so. Here's this is funny. I have you guys heard of Parasite Eve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kyle, have you heard of Parasite Eve? I think I've heard of it, but I don't remember what it is. All right. So. Uh, I don't know which came first. There's a Japanese movie, and there's a series of video games. I think they're like old PlayStation games. Um, the games came out first, but. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the games first, which is weird. Um, and the movie, from what I understand, has nothing. I think I've seen the movie actually. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Uh, basically, you play this woman named. You're like a 
you're not named Eve. Uh, you're mm-hmm. like a detective in New York, and some lady. Create. I'm not gonna get into it. Basically, you're fighting like mutated monsters who are being controlled by the the Eve, the parasite Eve, and they're being mutated by their mitochondria. And so Ooh. I was watching this trailer, and on the radio, some guys like Eve, a, a native is parasizing parasitizing that that corpse or something. And I'm like, wait, parasites and Eve. <laughs> Is this some sort of crazy reboot? Because you're fighting like mutated monsters and stuff. I'm like, there's no way. Uh, it's still unclear. I, I, it's called Project Eve, not Parasite Eve. But it's really that close. was my first thought. It to me, it looks just like near Automata, mm. um, as far as like gameplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, except maybe without the crazy bullet hell video gamey stuff that that they do. Um. I can kind of see the relation to like Bayonetta, but I really think you were. I think it's just a costume. I think it's more like Near, or maybe more like Devil May Cry. Oh yeah, combat wise, yeah, that's also where it kind of fell apart as far as because Bayonetta is so, super like intentionally combo heavy. Like this, it's really flashy, yeah. and this yeah. game was like it was super clean. Yeah, it was more mm-hmm. like um, that new game that came out a few years ago on Switch. Uh, the, the very anime game where you're like chained to like a, a monster oh, and you control Ast- it. Is it Astral Chain? Astral, Astral Chain. It looked more like Astral Chain, mm. but then I was like, yeah. oh, this is like near. It looks cool. Uh, I look bad. Yeah. I like, yeah. I love anything with mutants and monsters and saving the world. Uh, I, actually, <laughs> uh, you know what, Brad? <laughs> the monsters reminded me a little bit of the Ghana or the Guana or whatever from, uh, Knights of Sidonia. <laughs> oh, no. Well, here's the thing. I actually think you might be onto something because I'm not super, super familiar with Parasite Eve. I've seen, like, a, what do you call it? Like, a Let's Play of it. I don't. I can't remember how much I've watched. But as you spoke, the more I thought about it. And also, I also feel like the title Project Eve might be one of those titles that's not the actual title. You think but, so? But, like, a like a, a misdirect or something that's like trying to tell you that it's you know like it might actually just be parasite eve in like the generate you know what i'm saying and then the t- the name of the comp the name of the company i can't remember the name of the developer studio but i remember at the beginning it said like because shailene walked in when i was watching it again and i was like this is really strange the the company's name has eve in it like eve studios like project eve studios and i was like that sounds super illegitimate. Like, I like <laughs> oh, like Balan Studios. Yeah, like it's really weird when a company does that because that either means they're only going to make one game and they're yeah. putting all their eggs, no, or no, that no. It's they a, could they can make more games. I don't think that's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's just strange. You don't see it very often, or it's a fake game, a fake like setup so <laughs> that they they can, you know, and maybe a people switch. Who, who know Parasite Eve might have been like, oh, but I don't know. I, that's just more speculation, but. Um, also, yeah, like, I definitely thought Bayonetta immediately when I saw it because of her outfit. But I was like, Bay- I say, like, Bay- Bay- Bayonetta meets Dark Souls. Kind of mm. like that vibe of Dark Souls. Or or maybe even, like, uh, Bloodborne. Like, the targeting system. Like, all that going on. I don't know if you caught this in the trailer. I didn't catch it to the second time. Because I was, like, not watching it. Like, when I was seeing it initially. Because I was working. But they, like, used some biblical quotes. And, like... It was like she was like praying, like not praying, but like reciting. She was like 
Yeah, she was like praying to some sort of like earth goddess. Yeah, and she was like, like, lead us not into temptation or something like that. Really? And I was was like, oh, okay. And uh, that's very Japanese, like misunderstanding the Bible. Yeah, this is this is Christian. This is a thing, you know. uh, And it's like post-apocalyptic, right? It's like everybody's in space. Like, what was that game we were talking about? Uh, We have fleed. off, off, <laughs> off, planet. <laughs> off planet, you know, like, <laughs> like, yeah. So I don't, and then like, there's some people still on the planet, so it kind of has that post-apocalyptic, and and then uh, they have quick time events, which I thought was interesting that they showed in the trailer. I was like, don't show me quick time events in the trailer. Yeah, like, that's I, how you cut out half of your player base. <laughs> no, 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 no. I I think that's valid because some people like that, and it's also mm-hmm. good. It's it's good to know what you're getting into. No, you gotta tr- you gotta trick people, man, to buy your game, and then they don't. And then they're like, "What? This whole game is just quick time events." <laughs> so you don't respect them for being open about their quick time events. No, I, I, not that I respect them or disrespect them. I just thought it was interesting that they showed it, especially since like it's a five minute trailer, and it was like for one second it was her like sliding under a door and like cutting a barrel, and I was like, "Why even show me this?" Just. Like I don't, I don't know. It, it doesn't, doesn't help their cause. Exactly. I liked, I liked the monster design. There was a few monsters that had like, like Game looks chainsaw great. wheels chainsaw for heads. heads. Yeah, that was super cool. That was, was really cool. Very unique. Um, I don't know why. It, it, <laughs> it kind of reminded me. I don't know if you guys know the game Ashura's Ashura's Wrath. Yeah. Um, Ashura's Wrath or whatever. Not that the enemies were like that big, but I don't know why. It just kind of gave me that vibe of like really cool, see that. big enemies, and uh, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's not not a game that I think that I personally would like go out of my way to buy, but no. if it was like free on PlayStation Plus, maybe I'd check it out. <laughs> uh, that'll probably never. Yeah, because you got a PS Five now. Yeah, man, y'all come to the fold, man. Come to the fold. There's so much here. The water is warm and delicious. It's the best combination. Mm. Don't drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's keep moving. Speaking uh, of not drinking the water, uh oh, Tiny oh. Tina. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that's the sec. I see. Yeah, not drinking the water, Tiny Tina. That's a bad segue. Please, <laughs> you tried. Um, so Tiny <laughs> Tina's Wonderland. Uh, I, I just want to say this straight out: like, it's very like, I have so much mistrust in Borderland mm-hmm. because of Borderlands Three. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, instead of doing what I would normally do when I see a Borderlands trailer, which I'm like, oh, this is super cool. I want, this looks like it's going to be fun. I'm like looking to see if it's like yeah. Borderlands 3. Like, no joke. Like, and there's a moment in the trailer where they show a chest opening and all this loot coming out. Uh-huh. And, and I had a flashback to Borderlands 3 and I said, no, they're going to do that stuff again where like no weapon is important, you know, or feels good. And- Whenever they did that stuff, weapons would get stuck in geometry. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, just being real, like I, I was a little concerned, but uh, I don't know. I'm hoping it's, it looks like the Borderlands I want. It's that mm-hmm. weird mix of like magic based attacks, like yeah. more of a, you know, Skyrim yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with guns. So the concept looks like really cool, and I could say the same thing about Borderlands Three. A lot of the ideas they had in there, like, seemed really cool. But one thing that's got me scared about this one is because one of the biggest things about Borderlands Three was that they wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> and if they're playing D and D, oh yeah, that's all talking. If the whole thing is narrated by Tina, I'm 
I'm gonna. It will be. I'm gonna, do. I'm gonna drown be. myself. Um, <laughs> drink the water. Of all the, I'll drink the water in the toilet. Um, the Ooh. most like of any character that you could pick to narrate. Why Tina? She's the most. I mean, she's like she's a good character. She's fun, but she's such an obnoxious voice actress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just can't listen to her more than a few minutes. She, she has that Saturday morning cartoon like. Uh, exaggerated like like i can yeah. hear like she has a normal voice but she does those things where her voice goes like she does this change you yeah. know like mm-hmm. this growly thing uh let's play this game yeah that thing yeah. that you know and i'm like she's supposed oh. to sound unhinged exactly and, and it's like and you know what's really strange to me it's like i don't really know why tiny tina stood out so much i thought she was interesting in borderlands 2 like i thought it was like kind of oh cool tiny tina like she's a kind of goofy crazy you know but i just never would have thought of her being having a spinoff game you know like i don't know maybe the community really loves her or something they really do i think they do she also she's had like a a few dlcs under her too right not certain she had at least one in borderlands too where you like fight a dragon or something so this kind of feels natural i would say okay yeah i just you know, not that she, I think she was a cool character. I just, it's kind of interesting. I thought she would just be like a, re, a recurring character, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vladimir or whatever, the gun guy, like, who kind of, he's made his uh, way through all the games. And he's had DLCs, but like, yeah. he's just like a important character. I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, what's his name? Uh, remember the car guy? Uh, gotta get him or what's his oh, name? Oh, Scoot. Yeah, Scoot? the guy who, Scooter, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like, I expected a game for him, like maybe like a crazy racing game or something. Or that would be really cool. You know, like he seemed to have a lot of personality, or even a claptrap game, even though claptrap can get out of control. (laughs) But yeah, I I will say for for a fantasy like D and D style game, I think Tina does make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, because she's like a kid, and maybe maybe you know maybe there's a little hope maybe they did like spread it out among the cast like maybe she's not the focal point the whole time oh i'm sure but still <sighs> even if she's not she'll be in it i don't know I, f- I just have a like now that you talk about their overly talkative characters i just feel like especially since tiny tina has that kind of like i talk too much i say too much i'm very uh what was the word zany like yeah, i just feel like manic. they're gonna manic overplay her so much like yeah. oh god she's, yeah you're probably right you know um that's definitely a small doses kind of joke yeah yeah and but you know as far as the gameplay i saw like you know there's the magic stuff did y'all notice the third person attack that happened i did like, yeah that spin or that whatever spin yeah yeah um and then some of the weapons that came out of that case the exploding case were hand-to-hand weapons one like, of them was a mm-hmm. giant mace i saw yeah so I, w- I wonder how that's gonna play out that seemed really interesting um so that that would be cool if it was like a mix, uh, but once again, implementation—that's a whole nother, whole nother thing. So, so yeah, cool. right. All right. Any other thoughts about Tiny Tina's Wonderland for everyone? I can't do that. Uh, the music they, the music they picked was super weird. It was I like a, an anime op. Oh yeah, it was like Japanese, like or maybe, maybe Korean or something. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yep. Also very manic. Because they said it was like a metal plus magic plus guns. And I was like, I would assume a more... I guess that's maybe like a different type of metal. Like that 
Yeah, I think tonally it fit. It was just mm-hmm. it's like why Japan? Why? Yeah. Yeah. That that's that gives me not that it gives me fear, but it makes me just feel like they're really they really like Tina a lot. So they're gonna overdo Tina. Yeah. You know it felt very Tina. That's, <laughs> that's how Borderlands three felt. Like everybody liked Borderlands two a lot. So they just did way too more much. More Borderlands two. We just doubled the Borderlands two. Um, <laughs> Borderlands <laughs> Borderlands yeah, squared. Not even four. <laughs> squared. I like the squared. Borderlands I guess squared. it would be four either way. <laughs> yeah, like it just, <laughs> it just seems more powerful. <laughs> so let uh let's move on to Forspoken. Okay, what do y'all think about this game? What's y'all's vibe? Is that Wheatley? Is that Wheatley's voice actor in the cuffs? I could, I don't oh, know. I, I maybe the he, voice sounded familiar. His voice sounds very familiar. Yeah, so but I don't, probably something. maybe. Like he's got a, he's got a very generic sound kicky sounding voice, so um, wouldn't be surprised. I think the writing seemed okay. I think it'd be better without them cutting it for a trailer. It seemed like they were kind of just trying to cut in the fun parts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the dialogue. I mean, to yeah. me, it felt a lot like they finally made one of the weird tech demos into a full game. Right. It looked. <laughs> I could feel that. It really, when she was like, I'm going to fly, and it showed her flying, I was like, this looks just like one of those tech demos they're talking about the PlayStation's insane uh, hard drive. Yeah. Because even the environment looked like it's always in the desert, so they can show a thousand Mm -hmm. sand particles. (laughs) It was all the same stuff. More sand. Every particle of sand has its own physics system and reflection system. And, and they're all fully voiced. Particle emission by <laughs> Tiny Tina. Fully voiced. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, speaking of the writing, I'll be very honest. There's something weird about the writing, the voice actor, and the, like, the main character. It just didn't seem to match for me for some reason. Like, it was weird. It felt like the yeah. motif that the character was displaying didn't match that, like... Whoa, this stuff is super cool. Like, it just felt mm-hmm. weird. Like, her like, face was flat, but her voice was excited. Exactly. It just felt yep. like... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why. I think that's what I meant. I, th- I feel like they cut some stuff together, and maybe we were seeing dialogue that didn't go with the scene, and vice versa. Yeah, that probably was it. But even, like, her character design, though, was, like, it, all, she was wearing all these muted colors. Like Brad said, her face, like, always looked mad. So, well, like, yeah, the, it was just All the colors this, are muted. Yeah, but, but her, I mean, like, if, if they're talking like that, there's usually something on their character design, like some some visual element that kind of enhances that. Like, imagine and, like, Tiny Tina wearing the same outfit that girl was wearing. Like, that's what it exactly. feels like to me. Like, Tiny Tina is extra and boisterous and loud. Like, she's going to be colorful, pink haired, this and that. But, like, this girl was very loud, very, like, like almost like bad, bad-itude. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like, this bleep is so cool. Like... Wow, am I flying? Like just, but then it's just like this girl, like this normal kind of chill, seeming like she would just watch Netflix. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Like, yeah, it, it I'm willing to wa- to wait for like a a more like some like gameplay or something that shows minute to minute what what she's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, yeah, because maybe I, mean, I, get, I know, get what you're saying for sure. Maybe over time, you know, as you play the game, you start to get a feel for the character, and so it doesn't necessarily matter what mm-hmm. she's wearing. Mm-hmm. But I think for a trailer, like it's really important because th- those are things you can't really glean from a trailer unless it's done very specifically. And it seems like they tried to shoehorn in 
you accepting that she's like this really rad character, rad. but they didn't reinforce it anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Like, it's like they're trying to, it's almost like she was a Sonic type character. Like, she has toed, right? And she's like, you mm-hmm. want her, she wants, she's cool. But like, the, they also wanted to present this really cool, like, mystical, magical, mysterious world where she doesn't know what's going on, but also some of the cool, like, mechanics that were going to be in it. And it just didn't, I don't know. But you know, in some games, they change voice actors. Like, she might not even be the voice actor, for all we know. That's true. You know, so. Don't put that juju on her. Dang, I, I fire mean, her over the trailer that they cut together. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's common. Like, you just have somebody to stand in, and then later you get your real, you know, it's just maybe wasn't ready. But anyway. I don't know, man. I feel like at this point, they, they, they should have her, the voice acting pretty much set. Mm. It's, it's pretty late. Mm, I mean, it's. Unless they, I mean, without good reason. I mean, yeah, I mean, they'd do it because of, yeah, I think they'd have a good reason, but I don't, I wouldn't put it past them to wait till the last second, and the game might even suffer more from them <laughs> making a knee-jerk reaction. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, not to say that, like, from the backlash, just more like, there's 100% been trailers where, like, the voice actors were not the people, because it was <laughs> yeah. just quicker and cheaper to get somebody now, instead of trying to get the, like, the actual cast and crew to, like, spin a particular new stuff for the the cinematic trailer but um one thing i did want to say about the game is that it was very cinematic it reminded me a lot of like horizon zero dawn's reveal like where it mm. kind of was like oh this is really interesting like this is different um yeah the writing and stuff killed me a little bit but overall if i just like removed all that like i thought it was like a cool looking like the movement like it, it I, I said this in the last uh podcast but I, I've always loved the movement in prototype. And yeah, for some yeah. reason, the stuff that she was doing where she was like kind of doing the Spider-Man stuff and then like double jumping and like crouch flying, you know, like it felt like the movement was going to be really fun. So it might be cool. I don't know. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about this game later, but the movement actually reminded me of V. Like, mm. I think I think a lot of games are, are really starting to or developers are starting to really be able to, you know, implement these really unique i guess so i mean they're becoming less unique because there are more games but like it was hard to implement like really interesting movement styles but mm-hmm. it seems like every game's having them now yeah like really focusing on movement in, in a really cool way so cool um forespoken i don't know why that name sounds terrible it, it does just, sound terrible it is because it's bad <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're trying to be unique like it's not the forsaken it's not the unspoken like it's i don't know it's a weird name but uh, maybe it'll be cool when it comes out. So, all right. So let's keep moving. Rainbow Six Extraction. Let's keep moving. Uh, Alan Wake. Rem- <laughs> no, we can stop. Rainbow Six mm-hmm. Extraction. It wouldn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, Tom Clancy had nothing to do with us. It's not his game. He's like, don't put it my name feel like this. A, aren't Rainbow Six games like ultra realistic usually? Yeah. This was yes. some like sci-fi, XCOM looking weird stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like it's one of those things where Rainbow Six was like, hey, we need to change things. Like, we're not doing that well compared to the Call of Duties and the blah, 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 mm-hmm. blahs. So let's do something different. But you know what, dude? Those aliens literally look like the most generic, yes. like, Unity Asset Store, like, flip aliens. Like, I saw XCOM in there. I saw 
Halo. I saw like every game, every like I was just like, yo, this looks so weak. Like they were reaching, yeah. Like it was sad. Yeah, I, but if it, it, it was one of those trailers, like if you're already playing these games, you'll play this one. Yeah. But they're not going to get anybody new with this. True. Probably very true. Yeah, I, I, and I tried. Like, I watched it again. I said, let me just give it another chance. I don't, like, initially I didn't care about this game. But same feeling. I was like, if anything, <laughs> it made me feel less, like, interested because of the generic-looking XCOM alien. And then the, like, it just looked like they were like, okay, in every game that has aliens or zombies, they have different types. The spitter, the hard guy, the norm- mm-hmm. normies. You know, we got to put it all in there. The the one that clings to the wall and is juicy-looking. You know, like... Mm. It, it just felt mm. <laughs> you say mm. Mm. <laughs> delicious yes yeah, so. i mean as far as trailers are concerned it felt like it would stitch together well like it was it was a very entertaining trailer like it was mm-hmm. super fast action packed you know i knew what the game was about it just wasn't interesting exactly yeah yeah that's fair yeah so hey rainbow six extraction it's a game January 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Alan Wake Remastered. Uh, yeah, have yeah. you guys, you guys ever played Alan Wake? Know anything of it? Cause... I have. I've beat Alan Wake. It's a really great Ooh. game. I'm not sure why it needs a remaster. Uh, well, I, you know what? That's not fair. This is on PlayStation. Um, well, I think from what I recall, I might be a little bit wrong about these facts, but I believe... Alan Wake pretty much is one of those games that got lost lost in time in the sense that there's almost no way to play it now oh. because of how it was distributed or some kind of like weird series of events like it kind of got delisted or something like that and I mean it's on Steam yeah like in the past like it was like hard to get access to it right Microsoft brought it back out, but people have been saying for a long time, Alan Wake needs to be remastered. Like, this has been something for dec- like a hmm. decade solid. Like, Alan Wake, Alan, never, Wake, Alan Wake. I didn't know that um, was a thing. I always heard Alan Wake needs a proper sequel, which I, I noticed this is not. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I think there's something about Alan Wake that's, like, it was kind of known, like, hey, it's in a weird, like, it's in a weird place in gaming history. Like, I, I recall certain events happening during a period of time. Like I said, I don't think I have all my facts straight, but this is a significant moment. And also, Alan Wake wasn't on the PlayStation. It was exclusive to, to Xbox, yeah. To Microsoft. So, for it, make, making a move to PlayStation is also huge. Because Oh, that is big. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, like, people wanted to play Alan Wake, Alan Wake but it never had a, you know, like, you can play a lot of yeah, like I've I've been playing uh Dead Rising on the PS4 and that was an Xbox game. But like Alan Wake never got its, you know, transition over. So maybe that was also maybe that also played into the motive to remaster it for the platform. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, there's no reason to to re- to release what was it, a 360 game probably. Mhm. 360. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely remaster it. But like my initial comment was basically saying like I just played this on my computer last year and it played really well at 1440p and it looked pretty great. I assume that if they're going to remaster it, they're going to like have all new textures, maybe mm-hmm. new like uh, like character models and stuff to actually make it look modern. Because if they don't yeah. do that, there's no point. Oh, the They'll lighting. They could probably that. do some really cool stuff with the lighting, mm-hmm. actually. 
Ooh. Yeah. Because all of it's at night. You have a flashlight as your main weapon. And there's a it's lot of... Be pretty. There's a lot of interesting effects on the... Uh, on the uh, the Taken or whatever they were called. The, the darkness-possessed people that you fight against. Mm-hmm. Where, like, there's, like, shimmering around them. It's kind of like the shimmer from... Uh, or was it was it called the Shimmer in Control? I, I don't remember. Well, yeah, I don't. In I don't. Control, they used a lot of really insane particle effects and lighting effects to show how the bad guys are possessed. And Alan Wake was kind of the precursor to that. So if they can like upgrade it to what Control had, that'd be pretty cool, especially with all the the mood lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played Alan Wake a little bit. Um, I think I got a demo or something on 360, but I it was it I was younger, so it was and I don't play scary games already, but it was creepy, so yeah, I put it down. But it's so great. It's like a pulpy horror story, but somehow still moment, manages to feel really creepy, but also like kind of touching. So I, yeah, because it's based on a book, right? No, he's a journalist. He's he's a, writing he's a, a writer. The the That's character Alan Wake is a writer. Uh, That's what it is. He's not writing a book. Well, he's not supposed to be. I won't get into it, but there is. Yeah, a I, don't, I didn't mean to spoil it. If, yeah, it, I think it's, I think not, a, it's not a spoiler. It's just, yeah, it's just the premise. He, he went there with his wife or something. Yeah, um, they went on vacation to this this remote town up in the in the west coast. So, so I I do remember. I just did a brief look to check to make sure, but essentially, when Alan Wake first came out, it was like a digital only game. And even if you owned like the disc or something, you didn't actually own the game. Like, oh you, gosh! You had to get it off of the Xbox 360. Like, of course, yeah, like a you know whatever. So basically, when they stopped doing the 360 whatever, it just basically disappeared. Like you couldn't get access to your own game. You know? Oh, okay. So yeah, that's I had, no, I had no idea. So that's that was like a big deal. And the, yeah, they re-released it later, but this is a decade later. Like that it came yeah. out so you couldn't even play it if you owned it um or something it was very That's very it. strange you know like and uh yeah so so this is a big deal in the sense number one is coming over but yeah it had a lot of drama it was like one of those weird it was like that's when microsoft was trying to do weird stuff like for no reason <laughs> yeah yeah so um the moment to moment kind of makes me think of uh luigi's mansion <laughs> you have, you have the flashlight and you have to uh, use the flashlight before they're vulnerable yeah i mean not really the gameplay is not at all like that but i guess the, luigi has a pistol the conception of it is similar i guess <laughs> luigi has a pistol if luigi had a pistol <laughs> mario would no longer be <laughs> the yeah. main staple of the mushroom kingdom <laughs> luigi be popping off in that mansion son yeah like um, it was really sa- it's really satisfying gameplay it's really great i i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. i uh last year i built a pc and i played this game from the middle where i left off years ago and i still oh, nice. had a great time that's rare yeah i mean yeah 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 i've always wanted to play alan wake i've heard it's so good uh it's interesting because like i feel like games now you have to say name of the game remastered because if you just say the name of the game people just assume it's a new game like there's no mm. you know like yeah <laughs> so it's like no this is a remastered game guys uh speaking of remastered games oh gosh. gta 5 
for. Oh, yeah. Can you call it a remaster? It's, it is. It's going to look better for the PlayStation 5, but it just seems... It the, doesn't even look like noticeably better. Noticeably better it doesn't. And also, the trailer seemed like it was just a trailer from like six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like It was like... I wonder why. Like it, it really honestly felt like they didn't... They were just like, you can split and play different people in the game. Like, bro, like everybody yeah. should know this by now. <laughs> they know. They don't have to try. Well, they're not saying that's a new feature, but they're saying now it's fast because of the PlayStation. <laughs> but it's like, that's not a feature of the game either. That's just because that's you're playing way. it on a PlayStation 5. Like, that's probably going to happen regardless. Right? Yeah, like, all the games that I play on PlayStation 5 literally have almost no load times. It's very, very off-putting. <laughs> I never thought that I'd feel <laughs> I hate strange. It. It's like, I go to a room and I'm in the next one. I'm like, no, there should be a 30-second loading screen. Like, give me a second. I want to wait. <laughs> yeah, like, give me a second to take a, a drink or bite into my snack. It's just too fast. So You know what? You say that, but it might get to the point where game developers will start adding load times that don't <laughs> need to be there. Just because, mm-hmm. I mean, Please people don't. kind of rely on those moments in between. Yeah. You're making a good point. Yeah. Or, or like some games where you have to press a button to get past the load screen. Like, mm-hmm. it'll load for you, but until Ooh. you press X or something, like... That should not happen on modern games. That that makes a lot of sense for the long load times, because you want to get up and, like, go get something or get get a drink while, the, while it's loading, and then you don't want it to continue without you. But if the load time is going to be a split second, I don't want to have to push a button. It defeats yeah. the purpose of a short load time. Yeah. it's It just depends. Like, I feel like there's some games where the loading screens have been very... Uh, informative, <laughs> like telling me about features in the game that oh yeah they never put anywhere else. Like they never explain. Like, like in Smash Bros. in the new Ultimate game, the when you're loading like a match or something, it'll show tips for how to play for different characters and stuff. Um, and that actually frustrates me because I want I want it to wait for me to push A so I can read the tip <laughs> because <laughs> usually it loads the game like. Right, I'm, I'm almost finished reading, and it finishes loading, and it just goes away. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. what? Yep. And some of them are pretty good tips. Yeah, oh, there's a can... lot of good tips. There's so many tips in that game. Yeah, I feel like as much as I hate loading screens, I feel like I've adapted to them, and now it's just mm-hmm. really strange. Like it's really strange. Like, like I'm like I said, I was playing Dead Rising, and Dead Rising used to have like solid 10 second loading screens. Now they're pretty much in like one second, and I feel like Snap. most most of that loading. It's just transitioning from the loading screen. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. it can't go any faster. Different scenes. So, um, so anyway, uh, GTA 5. Yeah, I don't really know. Like, like, not, like I personally don't play GTA 5. I have no plan to. It's, I know people love it. So, it's going to sell gangbusters. It's just, mm-hmm. it's on the PlayStation 5. Hey, hey, hey. So, doesn't make it any less disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, and, and the trailer was too long. Just say remastered PlayStation 5, March 2022. 10 seconds. Don't even give yeah. us a trailer. No one cares. Just, just really? give, us a, give us an announcement. Do what they did for uh, Nice of the Old Republic, where it's just like mm-hmm. remastered, you know, done. No, don't even, like, don't include it. Like, just tweet about it. No, no it doesn't no. deserve any airtime. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> but that, but money, son. Money. It's made so much money, yeah. That money, but, son. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, Sony's they could have saved money. money and not not disrespect. No, no, no. Us. Sony's trying to make money because every sale they're getting something <laughs> from it. Like they know what they're doing. They I know guess. what they're doing. But anyway, uh, Ghost Wire Tokyo. 
what, what i've been looking forward about? to this game it looks really cool interesting so did you know about it prior to this reveal yeah yeah it's been revealed uh i want to say a year year and a half really i've never heard of this ever yeah me either what really okay yeah. well i'll be i will be vindicated later um <laughs> yeah it looks cool i i i love the uh like the japanese ghost stories the lore and the demons and all the yokai and all that stuff um so to me this is great uh there's not a lot of i don't i don't consume a lot of japanese horror so i'm stoked it does look pretty cool one thing i'm noticing is kind of another trend in games especially first person games are like these uh hand like they're not giving characters guns they're making yeah. them do like hand signs and stuff like the magic mm-hmm. and different like that's really kind of taken off and those animations sense. like those are hard to pull off so I, I commend every studio who's attempting this yeah I, I don't know it's like a weird thing because i i don't know how i feel about first per i just call them first person action games right like first person shooters mm-hmm. this is a first person action game because first person exorcist <laughs> yeah like first you know what's funny it wasn't until i talked to rob uh one of one of my good friends who i mentioned in the last podcast uh that it was even a horror game like a horror type like yokai whatever type of game like for some reason it didn't even resonate to me when i was watching it that it was like oh everybody here is like a ghost or some weird apparition but um i don't it know looks scary yeah like I, the first person action hand games are weird to me because to me, like, I feel like in third person, there's that ability to disconnect from the movement of your character, right? Because, like, punching mm-hmm. or swinging or kicking, like, your body movement, you know, the cameras should track that, right? And sure. so, to me, there's, like, this weird disconnect when your arms are just floating around you and doing all these cool animations, but you're not really moving. And if you are moving, then, like, the screen is just, like, constant camera shake, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know what game I play. Oh, oh, uh, what was it? The horror game, first person horror game where you hit people with a pipe. Uh, I can't remember, but that was like, but you only had so many moments of action. So it felt like that was just a part of it. But like this game seems mm-hmm. very action oriented. And I'm like, man, I feel like I'm going to, I don't even get motion sickness, but I'm like, I wonder how I'm going to feel playing this. Or I'm going to feel really disconnected from my character and that I just am this weird puppet arm dude. It's, it seems like they're kind of taking the, you know, the, the Bioshock or Oblivion or approach where, like you're saying, you know, your hands are extending. I think even like some, some characters in Overwatch do this, where your hands are extending. It's very beautifully animated, but like you're saying, you know, your, your head and your shoulders and stuff as the character don't react. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what are these limbs attached to? <laughs> and then we have games that do show it, like you, like you mentioned, and the one that comes, that comes to my mind that does it really well is Mirror's Edge. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's like the OG, like, first-person action game. Yeah. And there's even combat in that game, but it's like, you know, when she throws a punch, like, you're, for a second, you lose track of the, the guy in front of you because, you know, her whole shoulder's into it, her head's turned, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. like, yes. but super immersive that way. Yeah, it's to me, it's like a catch-22. I mean, I feel like that's the type of thing where, like, VR is the, the break, difference maker because, like... Like, if you're boxing, right, and you're throwing a punch, you want to keep your eye on the target. You might be moving your body, but your eyes track still on, mm-hmm. on the target, even though your head is moving. So it minimizes the, the screen shake, per se, <laughs> in real life. So, yeah. 
yeah, I, I don't know if there's a way to really mitigate it without one of the two. Like, either it's overly screen shaker. Yeah, there's a compromise no matter what. Yeah, but it, it might be fun. I don't know if it's my type of game. I don't know. Me and first-person action games. Like, I've never played Mirror's Edge for that reason. Like, I for some reason, I don't like that feel. So, but Mirror's cool. Edge just kind of feels like a puzzle game, honestly. Yeah, like, like it's a very action, very action-oriented game, but mm-hmm. it you solve it like a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it was it was doing it was completely brand yeah. new idea when it first came out. It was like the the OG. So cool. Um, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy. Any thoughts? Uh, looks fun. I'm glad it's not a Marvel's Avengers <laughs> expansion uh, pack or turn-based. Gosh, <laughs> so when I first saw the trailer of this one, I thought it was a remake of the Telltale Mar- Guardians of the Galaxy game, oh. which was not fun. Oh, you played it? I played the demo. Uh, you can get it for free on, on PS4. And it was, I mean, it was fine, but it wasn't fun, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And the, I've, I played a little bit of Marvel's Avengers. I think you saw me, you joined my stream one time. Uh, I did. We I was did, playing yeah. It. <clears throat> and, uh, the combat, like when it's like your one to one combat that I saw in the trailer was eerily similar to me. I don't know how it's going to feel, but it was eerily similar. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No. Probably a bad the combat thing. in Avengers <laughs> is horrendous. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it had that, what, third person, like over the shoulder mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, shooting kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Like, remember back in the day when there's so many games that were just like cash grabs, right? Like, you have your yeah. Basically, a movie comes out, and there's gonna be a terrible movie game that comes with it. <laughs> like, like now, I feel like this generation is too expensive to do that <laughs> to make a game yeah. like that, unless it's on the Switch. <laughs> no, Gosh, you know. But like Marvel is, I mean, between Gamescom and this showcase, there had to be at least like five. Marvel games released. There's tons of maybe them. six. Um, so, you know what's really weird? The Marvel Cinematic Universe makes me have this weird connection, like disconnect, with the games now, because because mm-hmm. now they have like different models and voice. Yeah, actors like the voice everything. actors, yeah. and then like they'll try to kind of like because before we didn't have a, a a canon face for these comic book characters, but now the, right. the MCU is kind of like created this canonized characters so i'm just like they need to be chris helmsworth or it needs to be robert downey jr and yeah yeah like i don't know it felt weird and the fact that his hair was blonde which is correct compared to the comic book compared to like what's his name's hair which is more of like a star lord star chris lord, pratt uh, chris pratt's hair color was weird to me and then gamora being more of like probably closer to the comic book but not looking like zoe what's her name uh, Zeldana. Zeldana and Drax not looking like Big Swole Batista. Like, I don't <laughs> <Batista>. know. <laughs> just, yeah. The only person that felt right to me was Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> he had a goatee. <laughs> Who? He did. He had not he a goatee. Did. He had like a pharaoh beard. It was super weird. He was different. Oh, yeah. But I, I think, once again, I have one of the Guardian Galaxies comic books, and I think they look one to one like what it should look like to the comic book. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But it's just weird. That's good. Super weird, and then Rocky Raccoon kind of sounds like uh, what's his name? So it's like uh, the actor from the I movie? don't think that's Brad. Uh, no, it's Bradley definitely Cooper. not Bradley Cooper, but it sounds like him. Like it's somebody 
giving that same t- yeah. t- delivery. So it's like now I'm super confused. <laughs> yeah, the other characters like in a lot of the Marvel games, they noticeably don't try as hard to find a sound alike. Mm-hmm. But it, mm. it really felt so. I don't know. Nothing against the game, but it just feels weird. Um, you know, it just feels like a except for Samuel Jackson. They tried to get as close as they can whenever they put Nick <laughs> in the likeness. game now. <laughs> it's paid for his likeness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to have Samuel. Um, okay, let's keep moving. Vampire Bloodhound. Okay, so we talked about this in the GameCon episode. Um, this is the same game, right? Yes, 100% the same game. But as a much better trailer. A better trailer. Better trailer. More clear, like, what the game is like. Um, I... My only feeling about this trailer is that I feel like they should have went more of the Apex route where it's like a stylized gameplay instead of like the actual gameplay. Mm. Because what if... Oh, like a cinematic expression. Yeah, of the game. exactly. And the camera view should just be like unrealistic compared to the game, but it's still the gameplay. Because what yeah. it made it feel like was that they were playing against bots. Like... <laughs> like it did you know You're right because i was like the other play like oh the originally when i saw the trailer i was like oh there must be npcs in the world that you can like level up with and then you fight characters then watching again i was like oh no those are other player characters <laughs> they just trash <laughs> trash you know they're bots you know they're so i don't know like <laughs> it's like i don't know i mean i'm down to play anything i guess but i don't know I feel better about it from this trailer than I did Gamecom, but yeah. How do, what do you guys think about <laughs> I don't remember the trailer from Gamescom, so at first I was trying to figure out what the game w- was actually doing, um, and so I, yeah, at first I was like, is this a Blade game? <laughs> Where's Wesley Snipes? But then it, they started shooting, and so... yeah. It took me a few, it took me like a long time to realize that the like character intros that they were doing were actually, they were like classes. Classes, I'm like, yeah, yeah. is this guy's name Bruja? Like, what, is, what am I looking at here? <laughs> Nosferatu. Is that Nosferatu? Because Nosferatu is a, is a it's name. A, it's, it's a, a character. Name. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a class of monsters. Oh, yeah. they do that in another Dracula, or not Dracula, but vampire game that I saw. I didn't know that. They do use it as a class. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe maybe it is. Maybe I misunderstand it, but maybe I, they just mean like old men from like the classic vampire, vampire mythology. Yeah. I mean, do you guys feel like you'd ever play it? Probably. I mean, unless you, guys, you guys wanted did. to, probably not. <laughs> if it's free to play, and if you guys are playing it, essentially, there it is. Like that's the criteria. Yeah. Like there's that other game, Nakama something or something. It's like the Chinese battle royale game but you have to pay twenty dollars i think i oh god i think i shared it with you guys in our uh, our chat and i was like oh this looks really cool i don't know if i like it but maybe it's fun and then i realized oh it's no i'm sorry 20 30 dollars i was like nope i'm not gonna pay 30 dollars for Ooh, a game you almost had me for 20 but 30 is too much and i was like yeah i don't think i'm gonna <laughs> spend 30 like i'd rather buy drg again and not play it than oh <laughs> snap <laughs> Shots fired at Steve. At least you know what you get. <laughs> Speaking of not playing games that we've bought, I was playing Astroneer last night, mm. Kyle. Hey, he didn't tell. Oh, well, I couldn't have played it anyway. But. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a last minute thing. It was fun. I had a good time. They've they've updated the UI and done some stuff. I feel like that's me and like uh, 
No Man's Lie. I mean, I'm sorry, No Man's Sky. Uh, like <laughs> I'll boot it up and I'll be like, man, this game. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you still have that game? I'm pretty sure I still have it. Yeah. Do yourself unless I lost it in the move. I should. I still have it. I mean, I haven't played it. So. Uninstalled. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on to the next game, Death Loop, which is like, bro, seems to be the. I don't know if there's a winner of this <laughs> showcase. Uh, I, I would say. I mean, it's definitely not the winner. I think Spider Man Two would be the winner. Ah. Uh, we'll see. Let's get, let's talk about it. Death Loop. All right. All right. All right. So Death Loop. <laughs> uh, I'm sick of trailers. I just want to buy the game. At this point, they're just spoiling the story. Yeah, they're running out of stuff to show. Yeah, I, I, they, yeah, they showed I've a lot. Never heard of Death Loop uh, until today. Until no kidding. Yeah, why really? Like it's been like four. It's it's been in every Sony conference I, for the past year. I feel like I think that I've oh, six years. I'm aware of its existence. Like the name is familiar to me, but also I'm the type of person that doesn't seek out stuff right like it just comes to me so like and since i'm a game guy like game like for example like uh um genshin impact for example like i almost know nothing about it like in general but i know Mm -hmm. about it because everybody talks about it but i've just never like oh let let me look up what genshin impact is but if y'all send me a video of genshin impact i watch it (laughs) you know what i'm saying uh, yeah, but yeah. if you watch a if you watch a stream with a bunch of games and they keep talking about death, I mean, did you just not notice it? Is that what you're saying? I mean, up up until basically I moved here to North Carolina, I just really haven't had time to like do anything, you know. Oh. Uh, so so you haven't been watching the stuff. Yeah, so like this is like the first time in like a good while that I've had like time to actually live life the way that I used to. <laughs> um, Got it. That's fair. That's so, totally fair. So, yeah. so uh. But yeah, so to, to, to fill you in, this game has been known for a while, um, and it looks really exciting. I love Arcane, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, I just when I get around to playing it, I'm just I'm gonna buy it. It's definitely something I want to play. I just feel like I have so many games right now to play. Yeah. What about you, Cal? I think it looks pretty good. Um, this was the the one that kind of tipped me over i guess the cause i was i was kind of teetering whether or not i was interested in it because it was looking kind of samey as far as like shooters and mm-hmm. like they were portraying it as cooler than it actually was and then watching <laughs> this one it it actually kind of i was like oh it actually is pretty cool it clicked yeah they like yeah. had the like in the trailer and stuff like they had like these like they were shooting the environment to make traps and i was like that is an interesting mechanic and so yeah i mean what are your thoughts brad yeah i mean for me it's all new information i mean the first thing when i saw it and i just was like trying to understand what was happening because apparently like it makes more sense now that people know about it because from a first time viewer if you've never seen this game it seems like they aren't like they're not telling you something oh there's missing info yeah like and so it was just moving really fast so uh. so to me i was just like what is happening like what is this game <laughs> and and i shared it to, with the guys earlier today like the list of games and steve correct me this is not a roguelike right and like but because i had m- made a note fps roguelike question mark because mm, because i can see that if you just watch it and you have no context it just is like oh there's a time loop and you're coming back yeah. into the game and they're talking about it like oh that's pretty cool like i thought it was an fps roguelike i was like 
that would be that's cool. the first and it seems like they have like a bioshock-esque feel to it uh, story mechanic it's more like dishonored than bioshock I yeah i mean because it's arcane they made dishonored but dishonored is basically the evolution of bioshock right um and then you know each each one but like it's one of those things where it's like oh like i don't know what's happening okay they got puzzles in this it has a really cool voiceover seems like it's gonna be good that's exactly what i wrote mm-hmm. because like i don't know like you know and this angry black man and this random woman he's angry at and then people <laughs> seem to keep killing him for some reason he ain't do nothing you know like i was just i'm into it you know i was like hey like i don't know what's going on but like i, I resonate with this this connects with me <laughs> uh, so this will excite you all right so i saw a review for the game that gives information that's not in trailers which i find interesting uh and one of the one of the interesting bits for me was that the the idea of the game is that you're trying to kill i think it's like eight bosses mm-hmm. and the island is divided up into sections and the loop, the time loop is a day. And the loop is divided into periods of day, like, you know, morning, afternoon, evening kind of thing. Okay. And you can only be in one section per, like, period of time. And there's eight, there's like four or five sections, there's eight bosses. And so you have to figure out how you kill all eight of them in, in one day. Because if you don't do it in one day, then everything resets, whether you die or not. So I'm I- curious about... Like, how much of that is actually reliant on what the player does? Like, you have to set traps in the other areas and run back? Or well, no, if you, can't, like you story... can't go between areas. You have to you have to kill them when they're in the area. So you you, you pieced... It's like Hitman. You guys have played Hitman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the whole point is that you're piecing together the days, that, like, the you know, the, the schedule for routine. each target. And you have to be at the right time, at the, or the right spot at the right time. To make That's the kill. Cool. And you can, and just like a hitman, you can manipulate the environment because everyone everyone is doing the exact same thing every single time because it's a time loop. So ah. you can you can make specific cause and event things happen that change the schedule. I don't know, perhaps, I don't know if this is a possibility, but for example, maybe you set a fire in the different places and they all, go, they all congregate in one area and then you can kill them all at once. Like for example, so that'd be that's that's the gameplay. That's interesting. The, so so the loop. let me ask a question: When you die, do you keep your stats? When the death loop uh, restarts? When you die, you lose everything except what you started with. But there's a mechanic where you can basically uh, uh, imbue. I don't know exactly how it works, but you imbue items you pick up or weapons or something with some sort of power, and then they stay with you. So this is a roguelike. So this is sounding like. A roguelike no, fused with Hitman. A, a roguelike is, by definition, it's random. It's randomized every time. Uh, no, no, no. I think, I think, I think a roguelike rogue, like the original game, is just this idea that you restart from the beginning with your with base, nothing. like whatever you had, whatever your base thing, and you have to redo everything, right? Like the randomization is just that's why it's roguelike instead of like you know, it's like cast uh, Metroidvania, you know, like it's. It's like pieces of that original formula. So okay, sure. You know, so in that case, in that way, maybe it's a roguelike. But I think most people would assume randomly procedural kind of thing. Like every day is exactly the same. So it's I, 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 would, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's more roguelike than somebody who save scums and hitman. Like if you're constantly 
Going back but, to the beginning of your save. But, to, but to, save to, to scumming mistake. is not the mechanic of the game. That's just what, how you play the game. Right. Like, so they built, the built save scumming into the game is what I'm saying. Then it's, I mean, essentially, I mean, I mean, we could, maybe we should have a whole conversation about what roguelikes are. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's essentially as the roguelike mechanics. It's like first person. It seems like, you know, similar to Hades, which hopefully we'll have like a discussion about. It seems like you'll get, as you start your time loop, you'll get more information about the story and what's happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, even though it's like the same series of things that you're going to go through in general. Uh, so that's cool. That seems really cool. I mean, would you say that... Uh... The Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds, whichever one isn't the big AAA game. Is that a roguelike where you're exploring the solar system? I don't you have 15 know. minutes before it ends. Uh, if you start over and you have anything that you pulled from the last playthrough in the next run, I would say yes. Because the distinction between like restarting a level and what a, lo- a roguelike does is there you bring something back with you. I think Brad was just saying the fact that you don't bring something back with you is what makes it roguelike. No, not not that's is uh, to, to me the the whole idea of like roguelike is there's just a lot of expressions. It's like first person shooters. There's a lot of expressions of how you can do it, but it's like you have that loop. Like in a way, Majora's Mask is a roguelike. Um, like <laughs> if you're willing to say that, then I certainly won't argue with. No, that. no, to I'm me, saying that's ridiculous, I'm saying but... in a way, but I'm saying not that Majora's Mask is a roguelike. I'm just saying it has. But I'm saying that this game has more roguelike characteristics than, like, you know, any. And I'm not familiar with what Outer Wilds is, so I can't answer that question. Um, but, but yeah. I mean, maybe a discussion for another time. I like it. Um, well, let's keep moving. Uh, Kid Amnesia or Kid A Amnesia Exhibition, whatever that was. I have no words or anything to talk about that. It was a teaser. It's not worth. There's nothing really to discuss. Radiohead, that's a name. And Epic Games. I don't even know if it's. I don't think it's a game. It seems like an art. I don't even remember that part. Yeah, it's just some random video of like. It was like yeah, forty scary, seconds or something. Scary house. It was whatever. Mm. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what the point is, and it comes out in November. So who knows? Um, uh, Chia, to Chia, T'Challa, Shia, maybe. T'Challa. I don't know. T'Chia. Um, I think it's I think Chia. the T is silent. Chia. Yeah, let's go with Chia. I, okay, so Chia seems like a cool game to me. Doesn't seem like my type of game. Seems like kids will love it. I don't know what y'all think about it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. This game. I forgot what the the mechanic is. I watched it twice, and I the second time I was absolutely not trying to pay attention. <laughs> there was kind of a lot, like at the very beginning of the trailer. They showed, like, a, I guess it's a mini game because they didn't, never showed it again, but she was sitting on the dock playing guitar and you have, like, the reticle. Mm-hmm. So oh, you yeah. Different you notes. The notes you play. And so I was like, oh, it's a 3D Wonder Song type game. But then, you know, as it went on, she never played it again. But then she was, like, uh, doing some platforming and then she was like, capturing creatures. And so there was, there was a lot going on. And then she had a glider. So. So I really, I really don't, I couldn't was tell you. Was she capturing, looked, or was she transforming um, into care to creatures? Because that is unclear. Because she, but looked yeah, like she turned one into way a bird or, or something. It looked like she possessed the bird, like captured it. But then, what happened to it afterwards? We didn't see it fly away. <laughs> <laughs> she killed it. She, yeah, she burst it. 
But I, I, I just remember she turned into a turtle and you have to swim <laughs> a little ways. And then she turned into a crab and you have to like crab open a lock ones. with your crab claw. Okay, so it's, cute. So it's like a... I don't know. It, it, I can't remember. Like a more game. linear Mario Odyssey? Yeah. That's kind of what it seemed like. Yeah. Like kind of a mixture between hat and time as far as visuals but then the capture mechanic did remind me of Odyssey. or driver driver san francisco i don't know if you guys know that game where like you can jump between characters like your spirit can imbue oh <laughs> yeah i remember that one did i did i send you the guy the video some guy was talking about what a second person experience would look mm-hmm. like in a game mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's cool that's pretty dope yeah i mean i don't think it's for us you know, I think it's for the for, sure. the, for the kiddos, for the young. I think I think it was good to have in the in the state of play, but yeah. not for me. Yeah, I'd play it. Yeah, I mean, definitely for it's Kyle. no yeah. bug snacks, but it's trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for another day. So, uh, Uncharted Remastered. Literally, I'm I, I'm confused because I thought they already did this, but I, I did. did too. But I guess it's but I think it's called. I think it's like a naming convention. They called it the Nathan and Drake collection, collection or something on PS4, uh-huh. but it is remastered. But doesn't it have that one uh, Uncharted game that doesn't have Nathan Drake? The Lost Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Number the four. Is right, right, right. The fourth one. I think what Kyle's saying Fifth. is that on the PlayStation Four it was the Nathan Drake collection, but this is a different package. A different interface. Because that was that's just... what it seems like to me. Yeah, that was just here's our games in one bundle. This is like, oh, we're remastering them for the PS5. Yeah, but I thought they, I I remember. I mean, I got the the bundle a long time ago. Like, I bought the when I bought my PS4, I got all three games. So that was like 2015. But I thought they did a remaster since then. But maybe I'm just free. Like, I feel like every game is going through that remaster phase. So it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's hard to, or or maybe that was um. What's the game? Uh, the one where it's post-apocalyptic zombie. The Last of Us. Yeah, The Last of Us. That's maybe what I'm thinking of. I think that got a remaster recently. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's the thing. If you haven't played it, it'll look more beautiful. I, I mean, we talked a little bit about Uncharted. I think in one of our later episodes, earlier episodes, sorry, um, and how some of it, like the game is great, but some of the gameplay mechanics didn't age Jank. that well. Um, like the shooting seemed very. The shooting's really bad <laughs> in one, especially. What, in Nathan Drake? Just in Uncharted 1. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. In Nathan Drake. In, in his in, 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 in his. Mr. In his. In his <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's, that was my bad. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's like GTA 5 getting a remaster. It's like, sure. Like, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather you just make a new game, but cool. Like, yes. Awesome. Uh, cool. Now, so this, I didn't necessarily catch this the first time. I think I did. But, um, the next set of games, the last four games we're going to talk about are PlayStation first party games. They're the oh. PlayStation studio games, which is just like encompasses different studios, um, that right. are first party, Fantasy. like Insomniac. Um, who else? Uh, it's quite a few. Insomniac again. Insomniac. <laughs> Insomniac. Um, Santa Monica. Yeah, like so there's a there's a few different uh studios. But um so the first one was you know what's so interesting? The Marvel Wolverine. I don't know why I thought it was Wolverine before I got the reveal that it was Wolverine. Like 
Really? Yeah, like, when he was sitting at the bar, just sitting there, I was like, is that Wolverine? Like, just... That's just such a Wolver- a classic Wolverine scene. Maybe, yeah. True. Getting in a bar fight. And then him sitting there super chill, like... Yeah. M- maybe that's it. I didn't look again. Did he have, like, his hair, or was there anything that would kind of just... Aside from the... Yeah, the, them reusing that shot. Is there anything else that would kind of clue you in? Flannel shirt. <laughs> yeah, the lumberjack look. The lumberjack look. Yeah. Yeah, like a fight. Yeah, like I, maybe that's what it was. It, it it just like just naturally. I was like, is that Wolverine? And then I was looking at his hands. And I was like, but I don't see any like slit holes, you know, mm-hmm. on his. Well, you wouldn't. You know, um, and in some, you know, in some pieces of media, they've made it more clear. Like, okay, this is where it's going to come out. But I was like, oh, maybe it's not Wolverine. And then Wolverine. Did it happen? You know? So. Shing. I mean, I don't know. What do you, you guys think? Uh, I mean, this is going to be Insomniac. So you guys think it's going to be a banger? Uh, that, that studio gives me high hopes. Right. But there was a lot of wiggle room with Spider-Man. They took liberties and this the character itself had so much that they could do. And so I feel like they might go a similar route and then, you know, use the Arkham style as far as combat. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it would work for Wolverine, but his, him as a character, he's, he doesn't have tech, you know, he's not super agile. Like he doesn't have a, a, a really cool way of movement, like Batman, even, you know, when it comes to that stuff. So, doesn't he? I mean, doesn't he like throw himself around a lot? He runs pretty fast and jumps really high. And... Yeah, he's he's fast. But I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll make him climb up walls with his claws. I don't know. But I'm just like, I guess like he, he won't. He doesn't have. I mean, the grapple and the webs. Yeah, are you're not going to be web slinging. Yeah, and so like the I guess the the key the keynotes that made the movement so cool in Batman and Spider Man, he's not going to have access to. But right. I trust them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of those things where it's like, like, there's a lot of assumptions that you're going to make, right? If it's some insomniac, you're going to assume that it's a third person action game, right? Like, mm-hmm. default. Um, it's not going to be an RPG. It's not going to be turn based. <laughs> you know, like, you can kind of eliminate a few things. But, yeah, I don't know. I think, it, well, let me ask you this question. You said this. You said, I, have, I still haven't got a chance to play Spider-Man, so... No spoilers per se, but gotta play it. Um, when you said liberties, what did you mean by that? You said they took a lot of liberties with Spider Man, or some liberties with what he he does. Yeah, what do you mean by that, Kyle? I think we lost Kyle. Yeah, Wait. we may have. Sorry, I did hit hit a hiccup and I lost you guys for a but, sec. What you but say? Sorry, you said that there was um. You said that there was some, Liberties. uh, yeah, wiggle room in Spider-Man Two. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> so I like his move set, like you know he he builds gadgets, and so things that Spider-Man couldn't just do as vanilla Spider-Man, they made into gadgets, and so like they were able to make his move set really wide. Okay, because anything he needed, he could just make for the plot and so like the wiggle room i guess was there as far as having access to anything they wanted to do okay and i kind of thought of you know maybe they could facilitate that with other characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from 
you know, maybe the X Men or something. I don't know how how deep it goes, but mostly that. Okay. Uh, I mean, for one, uh, Spider Man does that though. I mean, he's a tech guy. He yeah. builds things. Yeah. I mean, um, right. Which gave the yeah. Which is it's, it's fine. It. I do feel like Marvel, like especially the MCU, has leaned really hard on gadgets. Yes. Actually, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing about the MCU Spider Man movies, is. So much gadgetry. I'm like, can we not just get a Spider-Man movie? Why is it always an Iron Man movie with web slingers? <laughs> um, that's that's how I feel. But no, I, I see what Kyle's saying. I I also think that they probably cannot get away with that as much with uh, Wolverine. So that's yeah. uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I hope I hope that they don't go the Arkham Asylum Spider-Man right. route. I actually I actually hope it's kind of more of a freeform, non-lock-on like kind of system like more of just a purely action fighting maybe you can lock on but it's not you know what i'm saying like it doesn't have that kind let's of get she let's get sifu as uh as wolverine yeah like just a- fighting attacking moving like i hope they really just make him feel like like an animal you know um just yeah. if they went maybe the god of war the new god of war route with him that'd be pretty cool yeah yeah i think i don't know we'll see i mean there's clearly they don't. I don't even think they dropped the date or anything. They just revealed it, so it could be like twenty twenty three, maybe even further, twenty twenty four. Considering, yeah, because they're making Spider Man. Yeah, considering we know that Spider Man's being made, um, twenty thirty. So let, let's move on a little bit here, um, and and just I don't think we there's much to say about Gran Turismo, but it's a driving game. It's Gran Turismo, yeah. and it looks great, and the cars are going to be even more. I got nothing to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the cars will feel great with the adaptive triggers. And oh yeah, that's probably going to be the coolest part. I mean, I re- oh yeah, I really liked Forza, Forza Two, um, Forza Three for the 360 back in the day, uh, or no, Forza One and Forza Two, I guess. And uh, they were really fun. I, I, I'm not a big like realistic car driving game kind of person. I never was really into Gran Turismo, so I don't know. Like, it's like one of the things where I'm like, it's kind of like soccer games or sports games where I feel like. I'll probably like it when I play it, but I'm always going to choose something above it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I'm going to pick Spider- Like Mario Kart. Mario Kart. <laughs> like, not not even necessarily even in the genre. Just in general, right? Like, I'm going to play Spider-Man before I play Gran Turismo, you know? And there's always going to be a backlog, so I'll never get to Gran Turismo. You know? So, <laughs> um, it looks nice, though. Yeah. And I'm not going to pay $70 for it. I know they put a lot of effort in it, and I appreciate that. Good, t- Good on them, but I'm not paying for it. Um. All right. So, Marvel Spider Man Two. You know, I immediately thought of you, Kyle, when I when they started <laughs> release. When I saw, I was like, "Oh, they're about to reveal it." Because I just know how much you like Marvel Spider Man. I was like, "I wonder how excited Kyle is." Were you excited for this, or or did you? Because this is the first reveal, right? Like, like yeah, yeah. So, what what were you? What was your feelings, man? Were you pumped? Were you hyped? Were you ready? This game gonna make me buy a PS Five. Hey. Like that that's just how it is. <laughs> now at least I get to wait till twenty twenty three. But <laughs> I, I'm gonna get one. Like it's official now. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And it is I'm super excited about it. Like I I don't know if I get if I should glean this from the trailer, but having both of them on screen doing a team takedown mm. made me think two player. There might be some sort of either multiplayer or there or there's gonna be both of them fighting together at some point in the game which is 
gonna be really cool. That's super cool. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I just thought it was more cinematic. Like, oh, they're together. Just to tell you that they'll both be there. Maybe you go for that GTA five route. But that would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Huh. If you could like maybe swap on the fly in a fight. Like use them together. Mm. So so let me so like Marvel vs. Capcom style. So are they different in their play style? Like do they have different sets of moves when it comes down? Yes. They are completely different. Interesting, interesting. I'm I'm super pumped to play the original, but so what so like So it's better than Knack too, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't confirmed. say. Confirmed. <laughs> uh, Next in this game. So, I mean, what what <laughs> what do you hope? Like, if there's one thing that came through from Spider Man, you know, hopefully no spoilers in this, but like, is there something that you hope will happen in Spider Man Two that like you're like maybe looking forward to, or a new mechanic that you're like, oh, I really hope that they make this better, uh, or anything. So yeah, my top two would be Venom who was revealed in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And number two would be some sort of crossover between the Spider-Men, Spider-Mans, because they're standalone games. You only play as one or the other. Okay. And so to have them in the same game would be cool. Okay. Agreed. I hope that, uh, I hope that you can play as one or both. Sorry, as, as either or both. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that there's two player, I, although I don't know who I would play with. Your future um, wifey. No, she's not going to play. Hey, man, you never <laughs> know, son. You can be Tom Holland. I feel fair. After confident. you introduce um, her to Super Monkey Ball, just bring her to Spider Man <laughs> too. You're good. Smooth transition. Yeah. I'll say. Speaking of segues, here's Spider Man too. You can play the black one. <laughs> oh, you can play the black one. I, I have wow, no words. What <laughs> I have no words for that. She's like, this is all I asked of you, Steve. How did you know? Just look her in the eyes. Do you feel immersed? <laughs> Do you feel your blackness exuding? It? What was it? What Do is you it? Feel you say the swagger, the swagger of a black team. <laughs> Exaggerated swagger. <laughs> exact- it really makes you feel like you're Black Spider Man. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Black. Spider-Man. So do you guys think? Well, so do you think Venom is 100 percent the big bad, or do you think he's just no? Okay, it's hard this- to say. <clears throat> Since he was in the trailer, maybe because the last two games, the big bads were in the trailer. Okay, okay. I'll say this: uh, the last, the last one game, Spider Man that I played. Uh, there were multiple villains that kind of came and went, mm-hmm. and there was—I mm-hmm. guess you could say—there's a big bad, but like, th- it's kind of more of like a, a gallery of of bads. And yes. if you listen to the trailer, there's somebody talking about like, "Oh, I wanted you to 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 challenge me and maybe defeat me or something, show me a challenge," and Venom is the one who responds. Exactly. I don't understand. So th- there could be like a a, a three way d- d- fight here going on. But I'm going to say there's at least one other villain other than Venom who was a problem. So See, I was confused about that because I was like, that's a weird voice actor to have as the human side of Venom. But now that you say that, that makes a whole lot more sense. There was a fourth person. Yeah, that, that was actually, I wrote that down uh, as I was going back through it again because I didn't realize it the first time. that Because, I mean, yeah, Venom's symbiote or the person that he's like connected to. Uh, first of all, like I think I don't know about all the different Spider-Mans. There's so many Spider-Mans, but like normally he's just like a American dude. But like one, he normally is communicating. If he's talking to Venom, he's talking to Venom like, hey, like do this, don't do this, whatever. Right. Not like 
hey, I need uh-huh. something to challenge me. Why would you challenge yourself, right? So, yeah. so yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I don't think that. I, that definitely wasn't. Because Eddie Brock or whoever they pick, whoever the, the Venom, mm-hmm. uh, you know, guy is, isn't like a world-class mastermind. He's not really an evil yeah, guy. In fact, Venom eventually becomes, I think in the comics, becomes a good guy. Yeah, and, and so actually my next thing was to say, I have a feeling that Venom is going to be a playable character at some point in the game. Ooh. Because, like you said, Venom, I mean, and then there's the Spider-Man symbiote version of Venom. A black Spider-Man. So there's going to be two black Spider-Men. Yes. Mm. Two black dangerous Spider-Men. And I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, he's got a gun. I could, I could, he's got a gun. He got a gun. Spider Man got a gun. Um, sorry. Uh, I already had problems with the police, but now it's going to be a problem. But um, I have a feeling that Venom's going to be a playable character, but I wonder if it's going to be pure Venom or if they're going to give you a symbiote version of uh, Spider Man. Um, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot, right? That's too much, right? Like, you got uh, Miles Morales, you got, you know, whatever Spider-Man, you got Venom, and then could you have a Venom version of either Spider-Man? I want Carnage. I mean, that's why we got to wait till 2023. I'm willing to bet that you play as Venom Peter at some point. Venom Peter. Okay. Not not Venom Peter, but whatever. Symbiote Symbiote Peter. Black Suit Peter. Peter. Okay. I just want Carnage, honestly, because Carnage would be such an awesome villain like in- they do a good job with villain yeah so oh yeah the villains are all great in spider in spider-man <clears throat> yeah. okay well i meant by revealing them so i was saying that there's there's a good chance that carnage could be in the game it's just like one yeah but once carnage enters the spider universe it's always a problem like it's no longer like yes. hey like everything's cool and we need to save the day it's like yo everybody's about to die like for real for real yeah. like <laughs> Like you really had to, you really had to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like Link with a gun. You know, the 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 Bo mm. take it serious. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just did flashback. <laughs> you know, throwback to the old episode. So so finally, God of War Ragnarok. Um, which I'm not super surprised by this, but this was the first time it was revealed, right? No, we've seen teasers. Yeah, like but like a, this is the first like. Real, Real trailer, trailer yeah. right? Um, yeah. Of, like, showing gameplay, showing more of the storyline. Like, we knew it was coming, and they've been... Right. This is the first showing anything, because all mm-hmm. we had was a logo before this. And, and actually, uh, mm-hmm. I read an article, actually, that the dude who made... Who's, like, the creative director of God of War kept making a joke on his, uh, like, on his uh, Instagram or his Twitter that would say, I've never heard of it. That's, like, his tagline, his Twitter bio. I've never heard of it. And then when... The trailer came out and it finally got revealed. He said, "Yeah, I've heard of it." <laughs> so, oh. you know, so he's been doing this for years, apparently, um, and just kind of playing with the community. So, like, people knew nice. it was in the works, but he's been kind of saying, "Like, I don't know what you're talking about." Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, have have y'all played the 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 most recent God of War? No. You said no. No. Yeah, I played the uh I played as much as I could stomach. I I thought it was cool. I enjoyed the premise. Um, but it just wasn't a game for me. Uh it was very cinematic and you know, but I guess what tipped me over the edge as far as like not being able to play it anymore was the button 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 configuration. Really? Really? Yeah. Cause uh it was like 
right trigger was punch, left trigger was throw your shield, left bumper was to put your shield up, right <laughs> bumper was to throw the axe, then to pull it back. But then if you want to attack with the axe, you press both of the triggers. And I was like, this is, no, I just want to press square to hit them with the axe. So what did the face buttons do? It was, I don't remember what the face buttons did, but enough, it was enough for me to keep having them to mash R, R2 to just fight, you know, a random guy. It wasn't fun. Hmm. That wouldn't bother me. I should really play that game. I don't, I don't even think I've unwrapped it. Yeah, I think it's free if you have a PlayStation Plus now. Uh, no, I own it, but okay. I haven't unwrapped it. Yeah, yeah, I, I still haven't played. Get it for free. Hmm? Saying get it for free and don't unwrap it. Oh wait, that's a good idea. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, and then just sell that version. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I was never a big God of War fan, and when it first came out, first of all, I didn't have a PlayStation, and then when it did right, come out, same. I didn't like some of the content in it personally. Um, you know, particularly some of the stuff you had to do to like get your health back and stuff like that. Um, so I just you mean mm, the old the old the games? old old games. So yeah, right. Same. So same I, I just kind of stayed away from it. When the new one came out, I was like, oh, this seems like a different vibe. And I was like, what I'm gonna do is go on YouTube to get all the. And I knew a little bit of the storyline. I don't know how. Maybe for oh, I might do you that. You know, like I just want to get the the vibe. No, no, I, I watched a YouTube video. I think it was previous to all all of that. But anyway, I was like, yeah, the story's pretty cool, but I don't want to play the games. So this game, I was like, oh, this looks more like my speed. Um, but I do remember, like, anytime I watch somebody playing it, particularly Marcus, um, he it was just like a super, like, intense game, like, difficulty. You could have a really difficult game. And it seemed like the buttons were very complex uh, because of all the stuff that you could do. So I guess it's true to form. Uh, I haven't played it, so I, I don't know. Oh, I do have a story about God of War. Uh, oh, Steve, do tell one of our good yes. friends. Uh, I guess I'll call him out, Jordan. I, I I'll just uh-huh. I'll leave it at that. He <laughs> was playing God of War one time in our dorm room back in college, and oh, one of the old ones. Yeah, like he was playing one of the old ones, and he, I guess he was fighting Hercules. Hercules, and I walked in the room, and I'm watching him fight Hercules, and just getting worked. Like he's getting worked, <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah. And, and I'm watching how he's playing and like, you know, I don't you know, like when you're watching somebody else as a bystander, you don't want to talk too much trash about how they're playing or what they should <laughs> be doing. I try not to do that. But it's Jordan. <laughs> you know, I try not to do that in general because I'm like, hey, like people are, are, are allowed to play the game the way they want to. I might say like, oh, maybe uh, block more, you know, like, oh, you should try block more. And then, you know, it's ignored. So then I started trash talking because he, he just kept playing and saying this and that. And I was like, yo, Jordan, like. Honestly, like you could beat this. Like you just need to put more strategy, blah blah blah. He's like, nah. He's like, it's really really hard. He's like, you know what? You try it since you think you're so good. No. First, I oh, never played God of War ever, ever. And this is a boss fight in the middle of the game. He has all kind of weapons, but I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Dog, I beat Hercules first try. <laughs> first try. First try. Snap. And and it wasn't even like competitive. It was just like, dang, it just worked. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, this is an action game, and I just need to dodge and yeah. like figure. And I had watched him play it enough to like pretty much you saw the figure out Hercules on the tails, and you know what I'm saying. Um, and so you know, I found I, I beat in first round. And, and I want to say this, Kyle, about the 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 controls. I don't know why, but I felt that way about Hades 
Hades really oh, I can messed see with that. me from a in a first game in a long time where I really felt uncomfortable playing the game and still kind of feel uncomfortable. But really, you you played on PlayStation? Yeah, on five. Yeah. So I don't know what the controls are. I've I've played on Steam with the Xbox controller and it feels good. Yeah, I don't know but what I would assume the controls are the same. It, it's I, I don't. I, don't know. I just think it's something about the controls really messed with me, and maybe it's because I was playing other games as well, or maybe coming off something else. Mm. But like it's the first time in a long time where I was like, "Yo, I'm not doing what I want to do. I feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna press this button because I don't like." That it does a thing. Like I felt like a little like mm-hmm. somebody who never played games. But I'm kind of past that's that interesting. point. But we can talk about Hades on another day. But yeah, no, that's a that's a good way. Yeah, that's definitely how I felt with God of War because I I enjoyed everything else about the game. The presentation is fantastic. The voice acting, the animation, it's super cinematic. The world design, perfect. The puzzles when I did use the axe to do stuff. I was completely immersed, but then whenever I got into a fight, it, my fun just, it was just gone. I was not having fun anymore. Fun sucker. Yeah. It was. I feel like, I feel like it's, it's good to have those experiences though, because it kind of, I feel like helps me to have empathy for people when they're playing a game for the first time. And like, you know, mm-hmm. I, for me, you know, like you don't even think about it now, like moving, aiming, like jumping, like you don't even look at your controller. Right. It's just like an extension of you. But, like, for somebody who you're introducing yeah. to games or introducing to a new game, like, it can be yeah. very unnatural and feel very f- strange. And, oh, I, I meant to jump, but I threw out my bomb, you know. Uh, you got to look down mm-hmm. at the controller yeah. to see what button is which. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it's, a bad, not, it's not a fun feeling, but I think it's I think it's good to experience because it just brings you back in. Can I give Nintendo some credit? So, in their games on the Switch... They almost all the games I see on the Switch, the tooltips, at least the games that are made for the Switch, the tooltips are instead of telling you like, oh, push X or A, it tells it shows you a diagram of which button to press of the four yes. face buttons. Yeah, that's really Very awesome. Good. That's it's great. Really awesome. And they probably had to do that because of the Joy Cons, the the ability to play on Joy Con like screws up the but the layout. But like, it's way better than saying push A because no one knows what A is unless mm-hmm. you've been playing for years. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, then they hit you with uh, push R, but R is the bumper, Dude, not the trigger. Yeah. To this day, to this day, <laughs> to this day, that this is day. the worst thing. Z R yeah. and yes. man, Ugh, they really so screwed dumb. that up. That was it's such a bad. Like I can't. Why? Uh, I don't know, man. You can literally you made the control. <laughs> you can name them anything. Why would you? Z one and Z two, perfect. Just keep it there, like. Well, it's worse because on the GameCube, the bumper, right, the right bumper was Z. So everyone, and the triggers have always been L and R. Like, no one is going to look at a controller and think, oh, yeah, the triggers, Mm -hmm. Zs. Yeah, I don't don't know what. Call them T's I don't know what they were thinking. I I don't remember what game I was playing recently, but it was just really, really messing me up. Like, I cannot. It might have been Hades. Oh, no, no, no. It screws me up in Hades. It's Pokemon Unite. Like I can never, yeah, I can yeah. never use the right ability because I I have to actively think, and is mm-hmm. and I always think I'm doing the wrong thing, so I do the wrong thing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that and some games mitigate it by having it to where L and Z L or whatever they're called. They 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 both do the same thing. So even if you miss input, hit the wrong trigger. Well, fine. they do that when they have enough 
Well, they have so many buttons, they don't need to use them all. But mm-hmm. some games need to use every button. Yeah. Yeah, simpler games. I just feel like in... Right. I feel like as a developer, you should just have, like, in subtitles, L1, L2. Like, just right Ooh. next to it. Like, ZL, L1. Or, Z, well, I guess ZL, right? It's L1. ZL. Wait. No, Is no. Is it LZ or ZL? Ugh. For the veterans. I can see, this is the thing. I can't even remember what the, the buttons are. It's Z. I think I'm pretty it's sure ZL. it's ZL and ZR. Yeah. And it's L and R, right? Right. right. So... L would be L1. ZL yes. would be L2. Like on the PlayStation. I think that's the problem. Putting the Z, the Z before the letter messes with my head. Mm-hmm. If they put... That's the problem? I think so. If it said RZ and LZ, I think it would be easier for me. Because I would know, okay, it's the left trigger. Like L1, L2. You know what I'm saying? Like for some reason that would... Maybe I, I prefer what Xbox does. They they call them LT and LZ, or sorry, LT and LB. For well, well, yeah, trigger. because they created the bumper idea, like the full bumper. Z, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, so like, but that's still good because it's L first, right? L right, R left. So you don't have to. You don't have yeah. to do the extra second to translate. Okay, it's a Z, but which one? Right, like, yeah. and we're doing this in split second, so I don't know. It's just, you know. And that's bad for even categorization. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess like you'd want to know what which side it's on before you want to know the function. Exactly. Like left, then the function. Well, right. To me, it doesn't bother me. I I read them at the same time. I don't think I can't even tell you now which one comes first because I read them as one one unit. But I think, and I think that's because you became a game. You said you started gaming more recently again, like more hardcore. Sure. And like your main console is 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 a switch but like if you've been playing for a very long time like every system or it's just it's like trying to reprogram your whole it's like you're saying kyle mm-hmm. if all your actions are on the the triggers but then like all your like ancillary extra stuff are on the face buttons it'd probably jack your mind up like aiming with x and then like you know what right. I'm saying like changing weapons was r2 you know shooting was square like you'd be like what in Mm -hmm. the world you know that's how it felt that's legit how it felt yeah Hmm. yeah Yeah. so i mean i know it's i know i know it's not that dramatic because i did look at the button scheme and then as i played it started to make more sense but to the point that brassen was making earlier it was i didn't feel like it was worth my time Hmm. to learn that deep of a new button configuration for a game I wanted to play. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, almost made me not play Hades as much, but I had paid for it. So I was like, no, nah, I'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody tells me it's great. So, you know. And I got God of War either for free or on sale. Oh, but I wasn't no that committed to playing. Zero investment. Zero no, none. I'm, I, you probably got it for free because it was free with PlayStation Plus. Um, so, so nah, man. I mean, I guess. Let me ask you guys this kind of wrap it up for the, the this particular episode. Um, what would you rate this conference one out of ten? Would you guys and, and why? And and maybe maybe See? give your ratings for like Gamescom and this just for reference. But what mm. would you what would you guys rate it? And and I can go first. Just give you a second to think about it. Um, I think I said this before, but I would give Gamescom probably like a five ish, maybe six, just because. 
way too much talking as we talked about in the episode way too much stuff that nobody cares about and then i'd give uh playstation uh probably a nine or eight but i want to put the perspective that i think if this was five years ago six years ago i'd probably have given this like a seven or six really because i feel that the nature of like showcases and conferences the bar is lower now like Mm -hmm. i don't feel that excitement so if i see anything that's super cool or exciting like V or wolverine it's like oh this is a 10 but back in the day this was like normal stuff Right. Like, oh, that's V. Oh, and then the new, you know, it just feels like most conferences are just telling you about remasters and sequels. And it's very few, Mm, like, really cool new ideas. Like, there's like six Marvel games, this random vampire blood game that nobody wants to play. Alan Wake remastered. Cool. (laughs) Great games, like, in context. But I just feel like I'm not excited in general. So the bar is lower for me. So I'd give it an eight or a nine out of ten. Yeah. What about you? I give PlayStation a ten. Ooh. Because I don't. I part of me is like, oh, give it a nine. That's more reasonable. But I can't think of anything I didn't like. Mm. So sure, why not give it a ten? Um, I'm not my English teacher. And the Ooh. other one, the Gamescom, I would give like a five or a six, probably. Fair enough. It is overstated. It's welcome. <laughs> Like it's yeah, take that it's with like Mrs. Williams. Like this could have been an email. <laughs> yeah. Can I call? <laughs> Can I call? Snap. Um, what about you, Kyle? So Gamescon, I'm gonna have to give it like a four because I couldn't even get through it. <laughs> like, it was from a presentation perspective. Like I'm not gonna roast the devs because I think the games are what they are. But as far as like the convention, like. Especially if I had spent my money and gone somewhere and like it was the same vibe as far as the presentation, I'd be very upset. Um, sure. So, so I give it a four, and then same same basis, presentation wise. PlayStation, as we talked about, you know, they delivered what we wanted. It seems like they've tailored every subsequent PlayStation um, or day of play. They, they've tailored it based on feedback from the last one. You know, like they haven't re rehashed the same stuff. Like, and so it felt very streamlined, it felt very clean. You know, the games were presented in concise. Like even the ones that were long, they weren't egregiously long. Like, you know, 20 minutes, I think one was from Gamescom. The other one was 10 minutes. You know, the longest one we saw, four minutes. It's longer than everything else, but I think it's reasonable. So, sure. Yeah. I, I think I'm, a, I think I'm aside with Steve as far as where the bar is. I think it, it might as well have been a 10. Okay. Yeah. And, and just one more reason why i don't think i could give it a 10 is because of gta 5 <laughs> like 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 uh, honestly that's Dang. that's the reason um because i just you I bring up it. a good point like, it's just <laughs> it's kind of like why maybe i would have given gamescom a little bit more but the disrespectful kojima 10 minute trailer at the end killed me like it killed any of the positive vibes i had not that the game isn't great and awesome but I really can't do a 10-minute Death Stranding trailer like at, at the very so end, right? But I would I would give this a 9 because they ended strong. They decided to put... If they had to put GTA 5, yes, it's a money decision. They put it in the middle. So it didn't... You know, right after like the Alan Wake remastered. So it was kind of like a lull. And then they started mm-hmm. ramping back up, you know. <laughs> the pacing was better is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 I'll stay at a 10, but... 
You're right. That Grand Theft Auto was whack. Yeah, yeah. Not not trying to. Oh, we can not trying that. to change your, your number. <laughs> I was just giving. I didn't give a, a clear explanation why I lowered it. That makes a lot of sense. I did. Uh, so cool, guys. I mean, any any other remarks about uh, the PlayStation uh, State of Play Showcase uh, Treehouse? Oh yeah, I, uh, I really can't wait to not buy most of these games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hopefully convince you one day to get a PlayStation Five, join the family, one of us, and uh, maybe maybe that'll change. I'm looking forward to seventy five percent of them being on next year's state of play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, but you know what? I feel like this is a strong showing, so it gives me some confidence that the next one will be better than this. Like we're kind of like so. mid generation, not mid, like early mid, early generation. Sorry, like two three years in. So like we're gonna yeah. start maybe seeing some new stuff. And this generation is not gonna end for like twenty years. So long haul, yeah, hopefully some good stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um, you know, I appreciate you guys. It was a good conversation. Like we man, we talked for almost uh, two hours. Wow. Um, I feel like there's even more yes, we could talk about, but I feel like we should probably wrap it up. Um. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you, Steve. Um, thank you, Kyle. Despite all of your setbacks that are going on with life in Louisiana, and I appreciate you just joining us and talking some PlayStation, uh, you know, conference life. So uh, and thank happy I could thank join. You, thank you, thank you, everybody who's listening. Um, you know, super agile bros nation, whatever. You know, thank oh, you for. I, I knew. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it was just in my head. I couldn't stop it. I was already in the flow. I was like, well, I'm here now. Um, but you know, anybody who's you know listening to us, we appreciate you guys. Really, like, just um, you know, hearing comments from some of our friends talking about the the show and uh, really means the world to us. And please share it with whoever you can. Like it, you know, whatever. Like, uh, we definitely want to keep doing this and and uh share your thoughts and comments below you know um in in any way or form that you can we appreciate you guys we appreciate you listening y'all take it easy and until next time peace